Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and today we are going to discuss our rapid reads Below Zero, which was written by Allie Hazelwood and published in July 2022 by Berkeley Publications. Below Zero is the third novella in the Steminist stories. And the plot is when Hannah becomes stranded in the Arctic, she has to rely on fellow NASA employee Ian to come save her. However, not everything is as it appears. Hannah is struggling with the fact that he attempted to block this project at Nasser. Nasser? God. NASA. <laughs> you are doing so well. You even got Steminist. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to start the plot part over again. The plot is when Hannah becomes stranded in the Arctic, she has to rely on fellow NASA employee Ian to come save her. However, not everything is as it appears. Hannah is struggling with the fact that he attempted to block this project at NASA. Her unrequited feelings when she's not one to do feelings. And that he's the cousin to her best friend, Mara. All right. So, Sarah, what did you think? I did like this one. Um, Probably more than Stuck With You because mm-hmm. i don't remember that one at all that um, was the elevator one. Oh, i know that much and i had a giant <laughs> blonde dude as the love interest because everyone is a gigantic man um i would like to see a non are gigantic it, it it would be nice to not see a giant man for once yeah i mean like how are all these engineers so built and muscly and gigantic i don't know kim are are all engineers built and muscly and gigantic? No, no. <laughs> in, in my experience, uh, I'm I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. So, well, no, no, no. We'll okay. Leave it at that. We'll, we'll leave it at that. So, I mean, some of the guys are <laughs> tall, but no, I would say none. None of them are gigantic. Okay. <laughs> For clarification, for anyone who's going, why the fuck does Kim have the authority on this? She works with a lot of engineers. Um, uh, yeah, I work with like <laughs> 300 engineers. So she like has a good like pooling. Engineer perspective. Perspective. Um, but yes, I, I, and we'll be doing Love on the Brain shortly. And spoiler alert, he's gigantic too. I know. Maybe because she just recently announced, recently as the time of we recorded, that she is doing a fifth story. And it's called Love Theoretical. The cover hasn't been released yet, but maybe, maybe then we will finally get a shorter love interest. I'm well, not thinking on it. It's just like, <laughs> why are they all bodybuilders? Well, that's what I meant. It's maybe bulging biceps. <laughs> oh. Okay, so what about you, Kim? What did you think about Below Zero? I liked it better than some of the more recent ones we've read of hers. I mean, I, as far as romance stories go, they're 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 cute. I like the fact that they're not typical, but they've become typical because we've read so many of them. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like it. It was it was cute i i did like the fact that it was um space based because i'm i'm a bit of a space nerd um so yeah 
Yeah, I thought you would be excited about that and the whole them her having to go to the Arctic too to replicate space. Yeah, sort I of things and I, I and the Mars rover. I know. I, I is it what I actually have that movie where they tell the story of of the Mars rover in like the first person from the rover. I think it's the Mars rover, but yeah, you um, would. <laughs> I am. I am a complete nerd when it comes to that that stuff and i'm actually excited because i get to visit um a base that is space oriented soon so i'm oh man i'm excited so you're you're, you're gonna be a, a pig in mud yep 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 <laughs> I'm excited. nice nice okay so i agree with you guys i think i like this one the best of the three um i might have even liked it a little bit better than love hypothesis just because I don't know it like well one I liked the setting I liked the space stuff I liked I liked Hannah um in terms of like the I'm going to avoid discussing things hers seemed the most reasonable out of everyone that we've you know met it wasn't that she had she had some big like shameful past that made her like incapable of communicating with people she just didn't want to talk to people and form friendships and form relationships i was like okay it's nice to know that there doesn't have to be some traumatic cause for that someone can just not want to do those things um i don't know if you guys agree with that interpretation of her and that if you guys liked that i did sarah yeah, I mean, I liked her as a character, um, and I thought her interactions made sense, um, especially, yes, because I I think it was stuck with you in mm-hmm. that one. It just, the lack of communication was not rationalized well. It didn't, it was really forced. Um, again, I don't remember what exactly was even going on in that story anymore, but I do remember. That's the one where like, she thought he had stolen her project. Oh yeah, for his company right. and like yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I, I do this, vaguely this remember one, that. I thought it was very clear that he had actually done what he was accused of doing. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it was reasonable that there wasn't that direct conflict. You know, conflict of, of yeah. Why did you do that? It, it came out later why he did it. Um, it I, I this one was handled better than. The, yeah. And it, it was reasonable because, like, he was her superior. He blocked it in what was supposed to be an anonymous committee. So, like, she couldn't just be like, what the fuck? Because then she was outing that someone told her. Um, and because, like, it wasn't her place to question why he was blocking it. He, he was in a situation where it made sense that he would have that veto power and she wouldn't necessarily have the right to ask. Plus, their relationship wasn't stable enough to warrant her communicating to them. They kind of hooked up vaguely once, and that's it. And they had had a few friendly conversations. So I actually believed that she wouldn't just go stomping over and be like, what the fuck, dude? Um, so yeah. This, I mean, except this, she kind of did. Yeah, she did. But, but not in a, like, we need to have a mature conversation and, like, 
discuss this out. It was more like a fuck you. I don't want anything to do with you. You fucked me over. Um, That's true. Not in a. You fucked me over. I, I was going full British too. It wasn't even like a middle finger. It was, it was a fuck you, man. You were feeling it. I was feeling it. I, I like I said, I liked Hannah the best so far. Um, and the reasons why they didn't just instantly have a relationship made sense. Not only like did she not do relationships. But this is, like, a cousin that her friend doesn't really know very well, but is still, like, related to her best, one of her best friends, and they're the only two people that matter to her. So it was, like, it, it made sense. I will say, though, I was very thrown by the fact that the cover does not have a redhead on it, and he kept being described as a redhead. Did that throw you well, guys at she all? she also was described as having black hair, and the book cover gives her brown right? hair. So right? I was like, well, someone didn't. Follow the instructions very closely. My covers are in black and white. <laughs> it's on a Kindle, so I had no idea what, what what the colors were on the covers. Don't affect me when it comes to reading. I don't I don't pay attention to covers. But I grew up in uh you know Fabio times. You know where <laughs> every man every was cover was Fabio Fabio, and all of the sci fi covers. It was like whatever was on the cover didn't even have anything to do with what was in the book. So other than the Anne McCaffrey books. <laughs> I got to bring her into this one. Those ones were wonderful and perfect. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, the cover really threw me because, like, I was expecting, like, a Thor Jane kind of situation. And it was a redhead. And I was like, what fucking redhead is this? And I was like, wait, wait, is this, is this, Sarah, your pairing? Uh, or not your pairing, but your one character that you really love from Star uh, Wars? I mean, other than the fact that he's a redhead i would say no because not snooty enough or okay um like the way they drew eric i think for the second Ian. book but made him blonde oh eric like, yeah that one looked more like what i would expect so if they made him the redhead i would have been like okay except of course in that book he is also a giant muscled viking dude so it's like none of these characters really match my favorite guy but well, yes, whatever. <laughs> this guy was still a redhead. So like, I was like, cool, I'll just put him in my favorites pile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when they started describing him as a redhead, I was like, that is not that is not the mental image that I have been provided. And I am very confused now. Not even mental image. It's like the actual visual that you get. From yeah. The cover. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, uh, uh, what do I, what do I do with this? This does not compute. And it, it took me a good, I think that was the one thing that drew me out of the story is I was very much trying to figure out when the fuck he became a redhead. Um, because it's not even like immediately either. Cause at first it's like, oh, Mara says, oh yeah, but he's not, you know, a redhead like I, my family is. And then it's like, he's nearly the same redhead as Mara. And I was like, wait. Is he not or is he? Because you're giving me mixed information here and I am struggling with this mental image. So I think if this is supposed to be a Thor thing, um, if you look at the the first Thor movie, mm -hmm. they lightly dyed Chris Hemsworth's hair, Chris Hemsworth's hair to be slightly They used a wig in the first one. His beard. Oh, 
Okay. There's there's red tones in it. And I think oh. they were wanting to go more of the brassy look with his his hair rather than the, the blonde, blonde, blonde. And it probably ties back to the comics at some point. But um, so if, if that was the source that I, I don't know that that was the source, I, though. I thought, well, OK, I'm, I'm just following your guys's. <gasps> Sorry. No, the cover. Thor. The cover makes me think Thor no, and Jane. I'm talking about her description. Oh, OK. Book, if she was, because I was under the impression that these books are written based on actors that this act, this writer likes. I don't. I don't that's why I, I was saying this one threw me off. Is the cover gave me the impression it was going to be based off of an actor, but then the cover and the internal descriptions do not match up. Okay. Yeah, I had a hard time with that conversation. Yeah, I mean, like, and it's got red hair on his arms and red eyelashes so he's definitely mm-hmm. ginger like yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah Danny you're making my leg fall asleep wow oh, my foot's asleep um yeah so that was what my what my pain point was is just that descriptions and cover did not match and I was confused um and I think there was something about Hannah's description too not just the black hair that had me confused too but i can't remember what it was okay she's described as having tanned oh sorry no go ahead i was just gonna say from what i remember she was described as having tanned or olive toned skin olive toned Um, skin yeah once one one time called tan one called time referred to as olive toned skin and then black hair and black eyes and that's pretty much all we get in terms of description i don't know that it ever mentions her height at all she was taller than the other ones oh was she okay yes yes because it made a comment about how she was still thin but she was taller and so they were like little like she calls them like little like elves or something in comparison to her um when they tackle her to hug her towards the end Mm -hmm. being mara and um sadie sadie so yeah, that they she is taller, but he is still like insanely tall compared to her. So Not I think she was supposed to be like insanely tall. So. tall. Yeah. But I I wanna see like the impression I got was like five foot eight, five foot ten for Hannah. So and she had him clocked at nearly seven foot. No, it like said he was almost seven foot. I'm I'm nearly positive it, it directly said that in the book. <laughs> this writer I think is she was exaggerating for tall men. Tall men. Uh, who are built. Yeah. Who are men. Um just the same body type with different hair colors slapped on. <laughs> Sometimes different skin tones too, just to change it up. Yeah. And like slightly pause. different attitudes, but not by much. No, he's just being a pain in the butt. He's hoofing at me. Oh, it's Ronan. Like, okay, it's, it's heading towards yeah, it's heading towards feeding time. So he's he's chomping his lips like he's dying of thirst and and hoofing <laughs> at me because he wants me to get up and let him out of the room. But it ain't happening. So, okay, yeah. so. What about the story structure this time? How did you guys like the structuring compared to the other two? 
it, I don't know. They all strike me as almost cut and paste. Like not, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean, in that she's got the writer's got a very specific format that she uses to tell her stories, um, and so then it's just you know change up the conflict, change up the person a bit, and then just follow the same routine. So in you know and and then throw the science into it, which is what makes these ones unique. Unique. Um, so I, I, it didn't strike me as any different. She's more polished now than she was in the beginning. These stories are, are flowing better. She's, she's, she's learning from her previous writing what people are finding irritating. So I think that's where the conflict is, is more generic, not generic, organic this time. Whereas the one that we're there in the, the um, elevator, that conflict didn't come across as organic to me at all. So I, I think she's improving, and, and but the story structure itself uh, is is pretty. So this one does actually does actually have a different story structure. So in the first of the novellas, we have the present day moment where he's up behind her. Then we go back and build back up to that moment. The second one was popping back and forth between present and past and this one did like a combo of both of those things if I remember correctly that to me doesn't strike as changing the story structure she's usually still using the past and the present yeah throughout the story to tell the story she does very much like her characters to have met at some point had a little tryst and then they come apart and then they come back together again. And how she portrays that same thing, that to me is the story structure. It's the fact that she does, she likes them to have known each other, to then have a period of time where they grow and develop and become who they are and then they get back together. Um, she just changes the way she tells that same story. So okay, that's my perception of it. Okay. Nisarian, oh my God. Sarah, any input on that? Uh, yeah, I was actually going to mention this when I started talking at the very beginning, but we got sidetracked with body types of her love interest. <laughs> Is that I was enjoying this book, but I'm really, I'm just so sick of these jumping back and forth things. Like this narrative structure, I hate it. I think I groaned aloud and probably rolled my eyes when it first did the first jump back. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then not only do we get a flashback, but we get another flashback on top of it. It's like, oh, here's one year ago. I thought that was bad enough. And it's like five years, six months ago. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Are we going to get like a bunch of different breakdowns? I don't care. Don't want it. I came here for an ice rescue, not a friggin' this is how we met. And then this also happened. And then I just I I would have loved sticking just to the ice rescue and using that to build the past. Yeah, I like I don't I just am tired of her flashback. Well, I can assure you love point. on the brain. Love on the brain does not have flashbacks. Oh, that's a that's a pleasant surprise because I was gonna say I'm sure we're in for more with love on the brain. No, love on I'm the brain follows favorite. more like love hypothesis. Okay, I honestly couldn't really remember Love Hypothesis much. Yeah, Love Hypothesis starts. doesn't do the back and forth. It does start at a period and then we jump 
forward in time. And then it but we don't do the back from there. As yeah. time naturally does and how a story naturally should, in my so, opinion. Love on the brain when we get to it follows. If I remember correctly, because it's now been a couple of months since I've had to read it or had the chance to read it. Um, I'm nearly positive it fits more of the structure of like love hypothesis, not as the short stories. Okay, that's good. I guess so, that's just how I she think, handles her short stories. The, then, yeah, with the short stories, she considers it a tool in order to condense Compress. a longer story. Um, so that well, when you're reading you three in a row, yeah. or not in a yeah. row, but like three in a short period of time, it's like okay, here we go again. It's always the same thing, same characters, different hair. Um, it's kind of which, funny for me. It can I just really quick yeah. for me. It it strikes me as a hero's journey because there's often in the hero's journey where the hero um does the refusal and they leave and then they come back and it it kind of has that feel to me and it's kind of irritating because i'm like you know if you're gonna write a hero story just write a hero's journey don't don't make this other thing and so it, it has that same feel for me although it's not clearly the same thing and what I was going to say is the other thing to keep in mind is obviously these are very much romances and I have learned and looked into it. And one of the things that romance readers enjoy is trusting the structure of a story. And there are certain elements and she, she still adheres to those. There are certain elements and aspects that they want to see there, particularly working within specific tropes. Then every once in a while, you have the opportunity to play with it. Um, and it's usually you pick a very specific portion of it to play with. In her case, what she plays with is the setting. A science-based romance is not commonplace, or at least wasn't commonplace when she was starting to do these. Um, so that's what's different. That's her twist on it. Otherwise, it still very much follows the comfortable predictability that people want in their romance reads i've never studied so, romance the structure of a romance story i so i i can't really speak speak but i get that feeling from it yeah of any romance i've read over the years that i've read different books and if, if you know occasionally i'll, I'll try and we've done romance a, books that i read and they they have the same feel yeah and we've done a few for the podcast and they definitely all have the same feel you expect the same kind of conversations you expect that moment where maybe they're okay oh but we still have a third of the book to go so something is going to happen before you know they're fully okay like that, that's yeah, all almost always a third act breakup which it's like when you read a lot of romance in a row it starts to get annoying but yeah um well, it's like so watching Hallmark Christmas movies. They all do the exact same thing, and yeah, yep, it, it, they they're romances. And but you don't read these for for um, deep thought or it, they're, they're cozy. It's yeah, it's it's for it's cozy coziness, and um, yeah. And but then predictability, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm finding I like them more. Um, than I used to. Um, I don't, I, I like mine more queer, oddly enough, I'm finding. The more and more I read them, I like them to be more queer than, like, heteronormative. I don't hate heteronormative, it's just, I like mine queer. Um, but they're a good, like, palate cleanser between 
different types of books I've found. Like when I start to really get heavy into a genre, I'm like, okay, let's go find a romance to read. I read a quick romance, binge through it. And it's like, okay, now I can go back to reading fantasy or science fiction or horror. Um, So, yeah. And you, Sarah, you read a lot of romance. Why do you read a lot of romance? I enjoy it. Just just enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know. I... I, they don't tend to make me anxious, so I guess that's kind of a comfort read. Um, they're usually easy to read. And, um, oh, uh, it's the only way that I can vicariously experience romance. So there's that. <laughs> For that brief moment in time. You are in a romance without being in a romance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, And I think that's, for a lot of that. people, that's what a romance is. Is it's being in that that ideal romance without having this the 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 stinky smelly bits of of being in a romance? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you get to believe that everything rough eventually smooths out, even if in real life it doesn't always smooth out. So, any did we have anything else we wanted to discuss on this one? Any other thoughts that you guys had? Um, I will say that um, we touched on it before, but it was the space stuff was pretty cool that she went into this time around. And I also just got the feeling that she understood it better than what she was trying to talk about in the second book where she got very, I think it was the second one or maybe the first one with Mara with like, it might've been Mara with the environmental study stuff. That was, yeah, that was Mara. Yeah, Where it felt like she wasn't super familiar with it because she just did very vague on the science portion of it so yes and i will say because love on the brain is space oriented as well and was written before sorry i'm having hiccups before the novellas i believe so by the time she was approaching this novella she had already started doing her research into science stuff if she doesn't already like know it um so i think she had plenty of information that maybe she had collected for that book that she hadn't had the opportunity to use in that situation and was comfortable using in this novella that's completely utterly hypothesizing on her process it could be completely wrong but that's what i think also helps this is that information was already pulled and collected for other reasons well and i think there's a lot of um science resources as far as researching how how things are when you're in space or when you're practicing for space or mm-hmm. when you're doing the science for space that that's easier research than i mean environmental, environmental. yeah <laughs> that yeah because yeah don't write about being an environmental scientist no it's sexier to write about space Alrighty, so then we have our well did anyone have any quotes for this i didn't i i know sarah didn't so kim did you have any quotes i highlighted something but i don't remember what it is so give me just (laughs) okay Hux, right, Sarah? That's the Star Wars character. I was wondering if this was supposed to be like Hux and Rose when we started like deviating from the image. I mean, that's why the cover art for the second one made me think we were doing Hux and Rose because that one, like, again, other than being blonde, totally looks like Hux. And then I think the girl, Sadie, is like has black hair and looks short. 
Yeah. So more Rose. Um, but it felt like the descriptors in this actually aimed more for. Again, just the fact that he's a redhead. Um, yeah. Well, and when she was described as having slightly darker skin than the other two. I don't know. It was weird. Did you find your quote, Kim? Yeah. What is it? I'm not. It says, I'm not sure how to articulate it. That my experience is that men who have been rejected by women can often be scary in a million different ways. I think <laughs> actually I may have highlighted that <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> a very, very, very true statement. Yes. Okay. So our first one is emotional. How exciting. Oh, how exciting. I was close. So Sarah, how exciting did you find this? Like a four. I wouldn't say okay. it was particularly exciting because I I did just want to know what was going on with the ice stuff, but we had to spend a lot yeah. of time not I wanted the ice. I wanted um, so much more of the ice stuff. I was like I I, I was prepared for like like hunkering down, force proximity, gotta keep each other warm. Like I was I wanted that. No, and we did not get no. that. Yeah. But I was interested enough to keep reading, so that's why I'll yeah. save some four. <laughs> okay. Uh Kim. I I'll say a four. Okay. Yeah, I think for me too it was a uh, a four. Maybe in comparison to the other two, it leaned more towards a five. Um I definitely found this one the most exciting of the three novellas. I will stipulate that. I would have liked this one as a full book. Yeah. Uh Sarah. And- what you have you look like you want to say something oh i just no i i thought of something you're backlit so we can't see what you're doing with your hand above your head oh i'm just playing with a pen oh Oh, yeah i could tell she was doing that i thought of something that i ran across in this book what's that i don't know that i really want to bring it oh no come on there's in one of the sex scenes (laughs) um she, my roommate's here, man. So there's one of the sex scenes near the end, I think, when she is um, using her mouth on him, okay. so to speak. And I just, she just describes that she like scrapes her teeth along the <laughs> shaft. And I'm just thinking of like, I'd also read a number of romance books written by men i mean they were queer ones but there were mentions of how horrifying it was when someone who was not familiar with doing that um if they would use their teeth it really did not feel pleasant so it just like the way it was described was like do you actually enjoy that i mean the impression i've gotten from male authors is that that is not something that you really want to do but maybe it's a personal preference thing again this was not related at all to what you guys were talking about but it is just something so, that came into my head so i don't know this from personal experience i want to clarify that i don't but from what i have understood is usually when one does something like that one it's because well, there's like a couple of scenarios. One, obviously, is you don't know that it doesn't feel pleasant. Two, your partner enjoys pain. Or three, um, 
sometimes it's enjoyed because it changes the feeling of the stimulus. And so it like, like allows things to continue longer because suddenly it's not as pleasurable. And then you instantly go back to the pleasure, which intensifies the pleasure. This is just what I understand from male writers that I know of writing and interacting with that sort of concept. Um, but that is very much like RPG writing, not like professional publishing writing. <laughs> but that's the impression I've gotten from those dynamics and having conversations with them on what that is like. So. <laughs> Take it was just that what so you confidently as like it was it was. it was like I, I yeah when, when that was written so confidently I was like I'm not I'm not sure this is this is the dynamic that you're going for with this that you think you're doing um and you and I was like this kind of like heads into BDSM territory but like you've not given us that yet so far so I don't I don't know that that's what you were going yeah. for. Um, I, I think you two are reading way more into it than than was there, but I I, I would have to find it and actually read it. Um, I I don't think I don't think it just threw me out at the moment. Pressure was like, in oh. the teeth. I think it's still- just running the teeth along. Ronin, Ronin, <laughs> running along, Ronin. <laughs> <laughs> sorry he was getting near the litter box um i would so run I, your teeth along ronin just as an fyi ronin or the litter box later no, uh, no. so i i think i think you guys are reading more into it than that um but i i've also got probably about 30 years of experience on y'all um when it comes to these sorts of things and that is as much as i'm going to address <laughs> which for which i'm sure amber is very very grateful yeah no i'm like you're really you got you got better detail than you, i amber i'm 33 33 okay i got more than 30 years of experience <laughs> anyway i'm trying to find the passage so i can i can <laughs> read if if i think you guys are that was only like 20 years. It, no, she would have to have been having sex for 33 years. years. 33 years to achieve me. 33 years old. And it was, I, yeah. And, and that's, assuming, that's assuming that oral it was happened just with the process of me. Oral could have happened before, not come until after. But we're going to go with 33 years. Uh, the process that created you did not involve oral. I, I, well, we're discussing oral right now, so that's why... I, I know, I'm just talking about experience. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what your foreplay game is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, and you never will. That's, that's why I said, you know, it could be that you have more than 33 years experience. It could be that... Maybe it'll come up in come... our Shining episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's not, let's not. Uh, I don't. I don't think Mike's prepared for these kinds of conversations. No, no, no. <laughs> also, anyway. the shining has already happened by the time this episode comes out. Oh, sorry. So you, so you have failed the timey wimey thing again. 
well, you know, when you don't play things, record things in order, it's uh, it's hard to follow along. I'm sorry. Uh, what were you going to say, Kim? Did you find it? Nothing. Yeah, I'm reading. You guys talk. I don't about time. know if there's anything to talk about. Okay, I say before we... <laughs> yeah, she just says, before running my teeth up the length to take the head in my mouth. That is not implying pressure in any way, shape, or form. That's just... It's still like a scraping. I don't know. It just so, doesn't seem like it's... Sarah was questioning whether or not teeth should be involved because the things she's read from men that would that be a pleasant teeth, experience yeah, yeah yeah that because from what she's read from okay. men's perspective teeth isn't enjoyable okay i was clarifying teeth. all right we're we're gonna go there since y'all just just <laughs> want to go there so if you're in a early on interaction so you've not been having sex for any period of time from the male perspective i'm making assumptions because clearly i'm not male um there is fear that the teeth are going to bite there is for a lot of people biting involved in sex whether it's while you're doing sucking on the neck and then you do a little bit of biting men worry that women are going to take that to to the downtown portions they don't want and to that clarify to there are some women who think that that can happen down there yeah um, and yeah and, and that's, that's why i'm saying what i'm saying what she is describing in this writing is not pressure at all there is not biting she's not implying she's biting she it starts out with because i didn't i didn't say i didn't read what was before but she's kissing so, at the base of the shaft then she's running her teeth up along the shaft so that she can then take the head of his penis into her mouth and, so and, all and of that to, to me describes not an aggressive and again at all. Sarah was saying with no experience on, in on this and what right, she's read, right. and, and I was saying started all of this. Yeah, and I was saying yes, there were some situations where yes, some do like it. Most situations, yeah. mm, no, not so much. I don't I know what her face is. Out. I not have read the book yet. Who is listening to this to think that that this is going into. In, into oh, she's just descriptor. Biting off, not biting off, <laughs> just biting <laughs> off male components. That that's what's full yeah. on going here. We've not addressed it completely. Natalie just tromps it right off. <laughs> Very shocking conclusion. It is. It is. And the, and the, and the, the book is over. Um, um, but yeah. To anyway. be clear. Very much sarcasm. Now that this has taken a very weird turn, <laughs> we were on. I apologize. It's ease right. of reading. No, it's what we do. Yeah, I can't remember. Ease of reading five. It's easy to read. Just like yeah. Stuff. Sarah, what's your ease of reading? Yeah, probably five. Yeah, same here. It's, I read it in like two hours. It's not a hard read. It's not. It's a good, like, pick up short read, continue on with your day kind of moment. Um, and then emotional reaction. Kim. Four. Four. Sarah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd give it a four. Um, I think my strongest emotional reaction was when I found out there were going to be more flashbacks and 
<laughs> that was not a good reaction, but it was a it wasn't a reaction. sort of strong one. But I did also enjoy it. I don't want to give it like a, a two, but or a three. So yeah, four. Okay. No, no decimal uses. Hmm. I forgot about <laughs> decimals there for a moment. You did. Sorry, um. <laughs> did you say sorry, Dewey? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, Dewey decimal. I know it's not the same, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, that, immediately that's what I is. was. Yeah, that's, um, that was my concern. Maybe I'll do three point eight. Okay. I give it a I'll say a four. Like it was it was solid. I had some like, oh, I hope this succeeds. Um I was like, yes, he arrived, but like you know, I wasn't I wasn't crying or anything, so all right, you so then, crying, then why not give it a five? What are you playing with? Slime. Okay. Um what was your overall reaction, slimy Sarah? I'm not slimy. <laughs> You're playing with slime. I'm dropping it though. Um, overall, I know I gave it a five on Goodreads. I would probably. Hmm. I, it's weird because I mean I definitely liked it more than Stuck with You, which I gave a four, and I think I did like it more than Under One Roof. But I gave that one mm-hmm. a five. But I also really didn't like the flashbacks, which puts me in a difficult position. How do I rate it higher than Stuck with Under One Roof? Oh my God, now I'm combining all the titles. Um, under One Roof, but also giving it negative points for flashbacks. Um, okay, well, Slime Girl, I'm to think on that. 4.5, that's what I'm going 4. with. 4.5, okay. Kim? Overall, is that what yes, yeah, yeah, four. I don't know. Four? I don't know okay. what I gave it, but yeah, I'll say uh, I think you gave it a four. Yeah, I, I gave it. Let's see. I think I, I well I gave it a five. And yeah, it like it's a five. It, I mean, the flashbacks I didn't mind. I thought they were better structured than the other ones. I liked the characters. Well, I liked the dynamic. So yeah, five star for me. I gave it a five. Oh, liar! You always like your your Goodreads and your podcast oh, no, never match. Sarah. That's Sarah. I don't know how to do Goodreads. I'm I'm old. That's Sarah's review. It says Sarah okay. rated it. Yeah, I was like five. Yeah, I gave it a five on Goodreads as I previously disclaimed. Yeah, yeah, and you, you changed it. Yes. Okay. Oh, my books. Look at that. I'm learning. Go. All right. Any well, any other final? I gave it on Goodreads. <laughs> I gave it a four. Oh, four. Okay. four. okay. Any other final thoughts? Nope. 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 Okay. On that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called "The Battle of the Nile" from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. 
You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, Sarah, the slime is so distracting because I'm jealous and I want to play the slime. <laughs>